Good afternoon. My name is Craig. I'm uh, one of the members at the 4pm congregation here at Church Hill. And uh, I want to extend my welcome to you this afternoon as well. Uh, What a great afternoon. Let light shine out of darkness. I love a good carol service. Uh, For many of us, this might be our, this is it, this is our carol service for the year. Uh, I do love a good carol service. And I like to see a carol service as a tapestry that is intentionally designed uh, to create a picture for us as a community to feast our eyes upon. You would have noticed that the threads of this tapestry this afternoon involves the hatching of Bible reading and song. Bible reading and song. Let light shine out of darkness. Now, I'll admit, I'm not experienced in the art of tapestry. Um, A button on a shirt is a victory for me. But I do know that a good tapestry, when finished, is indeed a thing of beauty. Our carol service is almost finished, and I wanted us to just pause and reflect upon the beauty of what has been weaved for us this afternoon. Those who have a kid's pack will also be building this tapestry with us, so have your packs open and ready to go, because I'm starting with the first image. The centre of our tapestry this afternoon involves a baby boy. Born in Bethlehem, in a feeding trough, a manger. Uh, It's not as quaint as our Hallmark cards make it out to be. Uh, It's a desperate scene. Teenage parents on very little sleep, who have just managed to stem off divorce, attempt to avoid the animals crowding their space and slobbering over their newborn son. Happy Christmas. It's not a classic scene of beauty, is it? So what makes this tapestry that we've seen tonight so spectacular? Where is the light in this scene? Well, it's in the other threads that surround the scene. So signed at the top right-hand corner of our tapestry tonight is a passage from Isaiah. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. For on those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders and he'll be called Wonderful Counselor and Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I'd like a light to dawn in this dark world. We yearn for light to shine out of darkness, don't we? Of course, light can be a scary thing because it reveals, uh, it brings what is hidden into sight. But if we can bear to see things as they really are, if God grants us the courage, light also illuminates. It brings clarity, vision, warmth. It feels there are so many aspects of this world that really needs a light shined on them right now. Just this week, I read in the paper uh, that there was another mass shooting in a school in Michigan. There's a military, the military coup in Myanmar appears to be gearing up for 
a genocide-type operation as the government incites racial division within its borders. A report out just today notes that Australia is edging towards British and American levels of inequality with the COVID-19 crisis widening the gaps between wealth and where people live. And the, 90, and the 1990s TV show Sex and the City is trying to reboot a new series under a new name without one of its key char characters, Samantha. It is a dark world. <laughs> but of course, the darkness isn't just out there, is it? It's, it has a way of finding its way from the newspapers and the TVs into our homes and our hearts. I know that for the most part, all of us here tonight seek to do the best we can with the lives that God has given us. But if you're anything like me, you know that there are things in your life right now, or perhaps things in your past, that wouldn't look good if they had a light shined on them. These are not things that we want written with blow-by-blow -blow detail and sent to Arnie Doris in this year's Christmas letter. Because we all face a darkness within us as well as around us. And the Bible calls this sin. And so signed in the top right-hand corner of our tapestry is a promise that God has not left our world or us or you alone. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned, for to us, a child is born. If we move our eyes in our Christmas tapestry out of the top right-hand corner to the bottom left, we see another image uh, just outside the town of Bethlehem. Angels appearing to a band of shepherds. The angels are excited and they're singing, they're bursting with the news, don't be afraid, we bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you and he is Christ the Lord. We shift our eyes from the bottom up to the top left of our tapestry and we hear in one of our carols that this saviour the angels speak of has another title, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. We come back to the centre image in our tapestry tonight, the desperate image of a birth in a stable. This is God entering our world. Why? I mean, why enter the darkness? And why enter it like this? The French politician and philosopher Charles de Montesquieu once wrote, to become truly great, one has to stand with people and not above them. And I think this sums up our God pretty well. So intent is he on you knowing him and being known by him, he weaves himself into the tapestry of this world with very ordinary thread, experiencing all the pain and the darkness that we hold both in our world and also in our lives. And why does he do this? 
Why the carol service? (laughs) Because He loves us. Because He loves you. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And so there is one final stitching in this carol tapestry that stands before us this evening. It's down at the bottom right-hand corner. It's a carefully stitched name. It's your name. It's my name. It's Minto McPherson. It's Liz Fuggle. It's Chris Tate. It's Olga Abraham. It's Felix Patterson. It's Kate Groom. It's Malcolm Baird. It's Tiffany Slater. It's Jen Chen. The names aren't, of course, restricted to members of our church here. If you are new tonight, if you are with us for the first time or you're returning, it's your name stitched in this Christmas tapestry as well. You must know in no uncertain terms this Christmas that God loves you. He understands your joy and He understands your pain. He has weaved Himself into this world, your world, And he has done so because of your darkness, not despite of it. Let the light shine. To become truly great, one has to stand with people, not above them. This is a God who is worthy of your worship. It's why we gather and sing and hear verses read and put up lights and trees This is a God who is worthy of your worship. You know the story. It's it's the God whose life moved from the wooden planks of a manger to the wooden planks of a cross uh, to deal with your darkness, to die for your sin, to invite you into His light and even gives you His Spirit to equip you with the courage to move. Let light shine out of darkness. I urge you with all my heart to take notice of Jesus this Christmas, to accept the invitation to follow him and to find your truest self in humble repentance and faith before this Jesus. I do love a good carol service. I wonder, can you see the tapestry that has been weaved for us this afternoon? Can you see the God calling you back to himself through his son, Jesus? Let the light shine in darkness. I'm going to pray for us, and then we're going to have a time of reflection as the choir sings for us. Uh, But let's bow our heads now in prayer. Our dear Lord and loving Heavenly Father, we thank you that you love us. Lord, give us the courage to respond rightly to such a love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.